0: Hello and welcome to the twenty-second edition of the Two Black to Nerdy podcast. I'm your
1: host Chris. I'm your host Chris, and today, yeah, no, no. (laughs) just (laughs) yeah, just just went ahead and jumped in. Yeah, so we're joined uh, by my friend Alan Williams, um, uh, film. I can't even call him an aspiring filmmaker now because he just finished his first film, and we went to high school together. And we always got mixed up by teachers, even though we look nothing alike. The only thing we literally have in common is that yeah, we are we're black. black. There, yeah. there you we're go. we only two, and that's all we needed. <laughs> yeah, and, so, and, and that's just how it worked. Uh, but yeah, no, Alan is, um, he's into films. He's big into uh, Marvel films. He's done a list uh, before, in catching up to Infinity War, he watched all the Marvel films and did a review of each one individually. You did? Yeah, he did. Man, oh,
0: yeah. that's crazy. Jesus. Yeah,
1: yeah
2: it, was, it was a lot. But, I mean, it, it was it was funny because I um, I knew I wanted to watch the films uh, leading up to Infinity War. But then when I watched Iron Man, I just I posted about it um, on Facebook. But then people really, you know, they commented and it was a really cool conversation. So then I watched Incredible Hulk and did it again. You know, I had another cool conversation. Did Thor and did it again. It just kind of kept going. And then people told me to keep going and I had fun doing it. So, yeah, I just kind of... Uh, Continued And then after in- Infinity War, I did uh, Ant-Man, the Wasp, and Captain Marvel as well. And then uh, I'll be putting up Endgame in just a couple of hours. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. But, okay. uh, yeah, I didn't think it would turn into an actual thing. But, yeah, so I ha- I definitely have my, my personal ranking of the films for sure.
1: And he made sure to call me out on the Age of Ultron one and the too. Ragnarok one <laughs> and Iron Man 3. And I'm just like, the three films I legitimately... Don't like don't at like,
0: all. Yeah. No, they, I mean, they got their ups and downs. So do you want to, you want to talk about Shazam first and get that out the way? Because we can talk about Endgame for like another hour. Yeah,
1: Shaz- oh, yeah, Shazam is the appetizer, you know, it's the it's the first course. And the real meal today is Endgame.
0: All right, so uh, Chris and I, we saw Shazam like a month ago.
1: Mm-hmm. We got to see I one saw- of the early critic showings. Um, that was, uh, I enjoyed Shazam. I thought it was a fun ride. Uh, I thought it was a
0: good movie, too. Yeah, for sure.
1: They withheld some of the more crucial plot points. We can spoil it. It's been a
0: week Yeah, We can spoil the whole thing. The Shazam family was a nice surprise because it was not in the early trailers. I think Mm -hmm. they they started putting them in after the movie came out. right? But before, they didn't. And I was sitting here like, I I get why they held that off because it was a nice surprise. But I definitely think that that was probably... That was the best part of the movie for me Mm -hmm. was the whole... The all the foster kids and it like becoming superheroes. Megan Good was in that movie.
1: Yeah, I was like, Oh, look, it's Megan Good. She's doing a thing.
2: Yeah, I so I actually, it's funny in preparation for the podcast, I actually watched it this morning. Um, it's just because I, I didn't have time to see it before and, um, Yeah I agree with you The third act was definitely my favorite part Um, Definitely didn't see it coming And um, yeah I just I think uh, I mean overall I actually really enjoyed this movie This and Wonder Woman are definitely my favorites In the DCEU so far And uh, it's definitely continuing to go
1: in the right direction So yeah I I definitely I I really enjoyed it I think Shazam is the best DCEU movie Really you think it's the best But I think Man of Steel is still my favorite
3: Okay yeah
0: yeah, those, those, those controversial uh, Man of Steel takes. Uh. Are you mad that they didn't get Cavill for the ending? Or with the ending of Shazam? Because apparently they wanted to get him and
1: it just didn't. I mean, I'm okay with that. I didn't need to see his face. Well, it would be kind of confusing if he was in it too, wouldn't
2: it? Because isn't he out? Isn't he officially out of Superman? Or is
1: that- I don't, I don't, unclear. I it's unclear. Yeah, I think it's about as clear as mud there. Um, okay. no, no Affleck,
0: Affleck is officially out as of Batman That's yep. the
1: only That's thing I know And we were supposed to get an announcement on who Batman was this week And that just didn't it happen It just didn't happen I, I just hope it doesn't happen next week Because I don't need something that disappointing going into finals
0: Because they announced the director, right? Well, it's, 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 they had a director
1: It's still been Matt while. Reeves oh, Okay, That never changed Yeah, Which means I still yeah. have hope But, you know
0: yeah, but, I mean, all in all, I mean, Shazam, I, I actually liked the kids. I mean, what was his friend's name? Freddy. With the credits, Freddy. I, I think Freddy, Freddy was a pretty good... He he was one of my... He was probably one of my favorite characters in that movie, just because he was, like... He was, like, you know, the nerd, you know what I mean? And like, hmm. the fanboy. And you understood, like, why he was that way, even when he was a little annoying. So, I mean, I, I like the Foster family. I thought that part... I thought the movie had a lot more heart than... I thought it was going to have personally. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that the foster family didn't fall as
2: flat, um, didn't fall more flat than they did. I actually really liked each one of those characters, mm-hmm. um, including the parents. So I, I just, I kind of thought that they would be more of a, uh, I don't know, more side characters, more, uh, more forgettable, but they actually did all of them did really well. So yeah, that, that whole family, I thought was pretty cool. I was laughing
1: during the movie because, uh, a- Alan and you, kn- you know who it is. Um, the dad reminded me of my friend austin like i feel like that's going to be him as a dad in like 10 to 15 years because like they they look alike but their personalities are extremely similar really yeah yeah
2: Yeah. no i agree 100 percent.
1: but i think um i think you know mark strong i think he had his fun too uh it was good to see um John Glover, who played Lionel Luther on yeah, Smallville, yeah, yeah. When he I saw when there. I saw the
0: opening, I was like, "Hey, isn't that Lex's dad from Smallville?" Like,
1: yeah yeah. He's doing something for once. Good for him. Because almost no one on Smallville does anything.
0: I like the gag with uh, when Shazam and Mark Strong, they're, like, far apart, and Mark Strong's, like, giving a supervillain speech oh, and you yeah. can't hear him. Because yeah. it is just like... That's, like, a thing that happens where characters give speeches far apart, and it's, like, how do you actually hear what he's saying?
1: Yeah, outside of a Superman movie. I don't see how that's working. Um, yeah, it, it was a fun movie. I think that... Uh, shazam you know like we're seeing now that we saw mr mind in the post-credit scene and so that can be um a good you know follow-up i
0: definitely thought it was going to be black adam at the end and it wasn't and i was like oh
1: yeah it's it's interesting because you know the rock was an executive producer of the film yeah he was we saw a hint of black adam when the wizard was telling the story and i'm just like show me something Show me something. Show me Tess Adam. They didn't. No well,
2: ah. and that's something else that I really liked about the movie because I remember when when they were talking about when they were promoting Shazam. When well, when it was um just kind of Hollywood news, not when there are trailers or anything, but when they announced that Shazam was happening, I'm pretty sure The Rock was the first character. At least it was. He was the first character that I heard about being in the Shazam world. Um, I just heard that he was casted in a Shazam movie. Um, but then they announced that he was Black Adam and I was kind of confused I was like why wouldn't you have him as Shazam he just seems like someone that would have that fun childlike sort of personality that Shazam should have so I was a little I was a little concerned with that but then after seeing the movies I believe I did a really good job oh yeah yeah he, he did, did. Both so, I
1: think uh, the I was adult kid yeah he point. did yeah both him and Billy did a fantastic job yeah um. for sure for sure so, um, so yeah I thought uh, yeah I thought the whole
2: again I thought the whole cast was great so now I'm actually excited to see uh the rock mix
1: in yeah mm-hmm. yeah
2: see how that see how that pans out
0: and billy's mom well that was that was rough
1: yeah that was like i i mean obviously you know they they hinted at it and it made sense to you, like if she has not found you she did not really want you but to see that she deliberately did it was just sort of like wow
0: yeah, and I mean you can understand like she just she was not that woman was not ready to be a mother, mm-hmm. but like for a kid that's like crushing and like what didn't she give him like a like a, like a compass thing? Yeah, that and she like yeah. it showed that like that was a big moment for him and his childhood, but she like she didn't remember she didn't think anything of it, and I thought I thought it was cool showing the difference of like perspective. I don't know if you've ever seen, it's from, there was, there was a really old, like, um, like a, old Street Fighter movie, and Chun-Li's talking to M. Bison, and M. Bison, and they're talking, and she's like, oh, you killed my family, destroyed my village, and M. Bison's like, oh, when I destroyed your village, it was the roughest day of your life, but for me, it was Tuesday, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> so it kind of showed the difference of, like, perspective of, mm-hmm. you know, so I, it, it made me think of that.
2: It does make me wonder, though. I mean, just thinking about the whole theme of family and all that—that that was that was very strong in this movie, and I think it was done very well. It does kind of make me wonder about future Shazam movies or future movies that Shazam is in. Like, is the whole family? Is it going to be like live action Incredibles? Like, is it going to be? Is the whole family going to be there every single time? I'm not saying I. Don't want that or want that. I was just—I was curious at the, where the movie left off. Is just because I didn't see it coming at all, I, I was just very interested in just like okay, so are they going to be around? Or be, like, are they just part? of, Are they just the Shazam team now?
1: I mean, it depends because like in the comics, you see the the Marvel family, but it focuses mostly on Captain Marvel, and then you'll have um, really secondary characters that pop in and every pop in every so often are Mary Marvel and Captain Marvel Jr., who's Freddy. Um, other than that, like, you don't really see the other members of the family besides when, like, really big... I
0: feel happen. like if they are going to put Shazam in, like, a team-up movie, it would just be him. Maybe have, like, a cameo or something from the family. But they wouldn't put them all, like... With the Justice League If they were even either, ever going to do something like that again But if they I, did a Shazam sequel I feel like you have to bring in the whole family
1: Yeah I feel like Mary Marvel would show up in a Supergirl movie Maybe Since they're apparently planning on that But let's not get into DC's future because They don't I mean I think, I think
0: as of right now They're just not going to worry about the shared universe And they're just going to try to make good solo films And
1: maybe they'll do something I'm good with like buddy movies You know yeah. Or, like, someone coming in to help for, like, a half hour or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's what Marvel needs to do, too. Because I yeah. think... And we can we can get into end. You guys find getting in game after this, probably? Oh, yes.
3: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, we'll, it, we'll talk about game in a minute. But, like, I definitely think the future... The best movies that they can do now are going to be buddy superhero movies where you have actors that have really good chemistry, you know, characters that maybe are different and you have them team up. Because I do think... The big crazy team up movies. If we keep getting stuff like that, which I don't think we're going to, it is just going to get exhausting at a certain point. So um, well, the thing
2: is, is, well, the thing is with DC when they were going towards Justice League, it was they had to rush it, like they had to. When when Marvel had the Avengers, they had already. It wasn't just that they were ahead. To me, they had already beaten them to the finish line. So like even if Justice League was really good, they're still just second they still got their second mm-hmm. so i thought that because when marvel came out with avengers dc the dceu wasn't coming out with man of Steel till even the year after
0: that man Steel, yeah man of was Steel 2013 right so i i just think the whole when they were rushing the justice
2: league i just thought it was all in vain just because like even first of all the fact that you're rushing it narratively the, your story is just not coming together but even if your stories were good even if you made it Marvel still beats you. Marvel was still the pioneer of this, so it makes more sense to me to split off and yeah, like you were saying, focus on the solo films or focus on just buddy films and just make those movies really great, and then earn it. Because that's the thing is, Marvel still and you know, I know we'll get into Endgame in a second, but Marvel earned the Avengers. They earned that. You know, you can't just rush there. You gotta have a little bit of uh, a little bit of buildup, but. Yeah, I think at this point, it's just it's a much smarter move for DC to focus on the solo stories, for sure. So I'm definitely excited to see more of that. And it seems like ever since they made that decision, we've heard a lot of interesting things coming out of DC. I mean, Shazam was good. Joker looks really good. I'm excited Aquaman, that. Was,
0: Aquaman was good. Yeah. You know, Wonder Woman was good. No, I mean, even, even Man of Steel, which is controversial, is still one of their higher-tier movies, in my opinion. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, I I totally agree. You got you guys got any last thoughts on Shazam before we move on?
1: Nope, let's get into it. Let's get into the main course.
0: Alright, so yeah, yeah, let Alright, we can get an Avengers Endgame. So uh Endgame came out almost almost um it's been like almost two weeks now.
1: Yeah, it's been twelve. Twelve days, days or
0: so. Um I saw it twice the first weekend, I saw it. Thursday night when it came out at like 10 I was really tired and then I saw it again the following weekend with my parents so um
1: uh who wants to go first I don't want to go first I've I've only seen it once so uh I'm gonna start off with the things that I felt like have been talked about more than uh people have loved about it and that's the time travel portion of it because people are just I don't think people quite understood or maybe they just completely ignored the Ancient One and the Hulk's conversation about it. By the way, I liked Tilda Swinton here more than I liked her in Doctor Strange.
0: Well, I liked how... I liked how they used parts of the time travel in this movie to tie up some continuity things from the other movies. Cause like you know the, the that temple is supposed to be in New York the whole time, and it's like okay, where were you know where was the ancient one when the
1: you know when Loki invaded? And it's like oh,
0: okay, she was there just off screen.
1: Right, she was just protecting the sanctum, and just that's where she wanted to stay. Yeah. And then I know some people like I read this one take where it's just like you know why wasn't Wong there? You know, why was it the ancient one? I'm like, that would have made no sense for the story for Wong to be there and be like, here, I'm here for Stephen Strange. He would have been like, who?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I guess, well, Wong could have, I don't know how long he was, he was there. I, I don't know how long Wong's been like a magic person.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: I mean, he could have been there maybe, but
3: I don't
1: know. But he also wasn't. Wait, pretend- so it, are, you're saying why, like, why wasn't he already in the past or why he didn't go back in time with them? No, it was it. the The take was that you know why would they bring back Tilda Swinton as the ancient one when you could have just had Wong in twenty twelve like, like 2012. a younger version of young, Wong in twenty
0: twelve Garden Sanctum gotcha. instead.
1: Right, and I was just like, well, he wasn't there. <laughs> he just wasn't there. Well, and then
2: also, I mean, obviously, we're gonna see Wong later in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, Tilda Swinton's character died,
1: so it was much more interesting to see her than it would would have been to just see Wong the second time. Right, and she already knew. And you remember in Doctor Strange where she talked about, like, she knew where she couldn't see past a certain moment, so she knew she was going to die, which means she would know the future as it was happening. That's why she knew Doctor Strange would be like, you're about five years too early, which confirms the year Doctor Strange took place in, which is in 2017.
0: Oh, just well, yeah. After the a civil MCU, war. The MCU timeline is
2: all... Uh, <laughs> yeah, Sony wouldn't mess
0: that up for us, so... <laughs> Yeah, Spider Man: Homecoming was the one that messed it up.
1: Yeah, Spider Man: Homecoming messed it up. Doctor Strange also sort of messes up with Endgame because there's three years in between Doctor Strange and Endgame, which means that Endgame should be happening in 2020. But then in or uh, Infinity War, not Endgame, and so it sh- Endgame should be happening in 2025. But no one knows. No,
0: Endgame was 20- in 2018, and then. I mean no, I mean no. Infinity War was in twenty eighteen. I mean, then, so it was
1: in game tech. Yeah, in
0: a game in the beginning until they do the five year time jump. Or I guess would technically announced in twenty twenty three. Three, yeah. I don't know. Like the, I think you know, I think with the time travel thing, I think I don't think they did a bad job of mm-hmm. explaining it. Especially like for me, like I've I've watched the Flash regularly. I watched stuff like Legends of Tomorrow. I've seen a number of different time time travel shows. And there's different ways you can do it. You know, and I mean, they went with the whole any 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 change you make creates an alternate universe, and that's just what they're what they're sticking with. But I think it just kind of went over certain people's
1: heads. They, they, I well, feel, I think, oh, go ahead, you know, Alan. I,
0: well,
2: so I was, my thing about time travel is I think um, I actually really commend Marvel for basically it seemed like what they were trying to do was basically solve the movie time travel problem. Because mm. I mean, in my opinion, just because of paradoxes and all that, I, I feel like there isn't really a time travel story that completely, completely works like completely devoid of all plot holes because you get the whole, there's a whole grandfather paradox and there's a whole thing of, well, okay, if you go back into the past and you want to change something, even if you're successful, that means you had no reason to go into the past, but only going into the past is what made that thing happen. So it comes. It becomes this uh this confusing paradox situation which i think every par- every time travel movie hits at some point um so what i liked about endgame was i felt like that they basically were trying to solve that problem by saying no no, no it's okay it's not you're not so much in your past as much as it's different realities i just think that it also wasn't completely devoid of plot holes mm-hmm. based on the science that they were telling us it didn't bother me at all um but i just think that there were some things like okay so you go back into the past and um it's supposed to be another reality but mm-hmm. somehow like steve rogers is still able to age into the present um you know little things like that they didn't bother me they didn't ruin the film for me but um but i think there were there were just some little things that were just kind of raise a couple more questions when they tried to answer other questions so i just thought it was um uh, I thought it was
1: good, What again, what they tried to do, but I do think that there were still some questions coming out of it. Yeah, well, to me, they went the Dragon Ball Z route of time travel. Multiverse like, theory.
2: Yeah, like, I mean, <clears throat> the thing
0: about this movie is that I felt like this movie hit all the emotional points I needed, so I was able to ignore any issues like that.
1: Y'all felt emotions?
0: You didn't feel anything?
1: I felt joy.
0: I, I mean, I got... Yeah. Well, all right, th- th- this is... Thus, by the time this podcast goes out, the spoiler ban will, will be lifted. Ban, the spoiler
1: ban lifts tomorrow. Yeah, the as spoiler ban
0: lifts tomorrow, according to the Russo Brothers, so... If you don't want to know what happens in Avengers: Endgame, please mm-hmm. just go out and see the movie. I don't know why you're watching, listening, to, watching. If you're listening to this, if you haven't seen it, because we're just we got to go full throttle to even have a conversation about the movie. Yeah, so, you might as
1: well stop listening right now. Go watch the movie and come back. All out. right,
0: five, four, Wait, three, two, one. The hell
1: out of it, so it's too late. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That,
0: that's also fair. I mean, we didn't go, but we didn't get to the deaths. I'm mainly talking about. So the biggest, the biggest things that happen in this movie is Black Widow dies, Iron Man dies. Captain America goes to alternate reality and becomes old and retires.
2: Thanos
1: dies. That was a shot. Thanos died. Yeah, his whole army died. I expected that. I expected Thanos to die. Um, But I told Alan this and I didn't tell or no, I told you this, Chris. I didn't tell you, Alan. So when we were watching in-game in theaters and Tony, you know, was dying and, you know, people around me were crying and are in shock, I... And there was just like total, of like sort of silence in that scene transition. I leaned over to my brother and said one word. Good. Good.
0: Oh my god. Well, that's what you wanted. Well, you wanted Iron Man to die.
1: Yes, I did, yeah, Chris, and he Chris, died.
2: Well, the well, thing so, is, I mean, I wanted him. I wanted him to die too, but it was because it, it just felt right for the story. It, to me, it just it, nothing else really made sense um, besides him sacrificing himself. I don't. I mean, Chris, I don't know if you if your reason for wanting him to die was different from
0: mine, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I definitely... No, I mean, the whole, whole, all the movies pretty much after Avengers have been, like, hinting at, like, Iron Man being paranoid about, like, incoming alien threats and whatnot, and in my opinion, that's why you kill him off, on top of him being the first guy who started everything, he's, like, the grandfather of the Marvel Universe, Mm -hmm. if this is supposed to be a stopping point, this is when you kill him, on top of the fact that Iron Man starts off you know Tony starts he starts off as a selfish character Mm -hmm. and he becomes more selfless as the movies go on just like how Cap is a self-sacrificing guy and at the end of this movie he makes a selfish choice choice essentially by going alright dude I've served my time I you know he went back with Peggy and he got that dance which you know this movie I think it does it, it does the best for Iron Man and Cap more than any of the other characters I think their service Better than probably anybody else. I feel yeah,
2: like... but the others are still service too, I think. I mean, I think I think everybody... I think
1: the, the original six definitely gets their due. Um, I don't like think yeah, Hulk think, did. I think they... Well, I, I still absolutely hate what they did with Hulk. Just like I hated what they did in Ragnarok and Infinity War. I, I think, like, this seals... And I know I've talked to both of you about this separately. They don't know what to do with the Hulk.
0: Well, I well, mean, I, the I, only I thing I was... Like, I actually, i dug it. I, I liked what they did with him because um, i actually thought i i have
2: heard the the um the argument that he didn't get his due in endgame and i get that I, I mean i definitely understand it i actually think an argument could be made that he did get his due um it was just much earlier in the film it wasn't at the end um basically i i saw his due as him putting banner and hulk together to make professor hulk um just because that was the happiest we had Seeing him, and he was just like, Look, I put the brain and the brawn together now. Now I don't have to fight this war anymore. It was weird to see, it was definitely weird to see, and it was definitely a risk on Marvel's part. But that's what I saw is Hulk's sign off. Um, so it just, it's not that it didn't happen at the end of the movie like it seemed like it should. Um, but I, I think that was basically his, um, his tying up, his story being tied up. Um, it just happened. Near
0: the beginning of the film, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. No, I mean what they did with the Hulk is that it was the idea that he's finally able to be accepted by society, and he doesn't have to be like a recluse and be like a loner. I mean, yeah, well, we I never
1: really saw besides like his entrance in uh, the Avengers, where he's, you know, well, I mean, he's not even living on the outskirts of society. We don't see where you know he actually stays. We don't, we don't see him that he's not accepted by society because we. Ne- Besides the Incredible Hulk, which is and is not in the MCU at the same time, we don't know, we never saw, like, the people hated the Hulk or were afraid of him or everything like that. Well, they did touch on that in Ragnarok. I mean, there was the
2: scene between when Thor and Hulk were fighting. There was a beat where they were, um, where, what is it, Thor called him the Stupid Avenger, something like that, and there was a moment where they... You
1: could see that it did affect him. Don't so. don't, don't bring up that movie to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have
2: to yeah,
0: Chris
1: to rock. vehemently hates uh, Ragnarok. <laughs> Not as much as Age of Ultron. <laughs> anyway, um, so I know I just felt like it could have been a moment where he didn't have to fight a war, where he could have just like peeled back the intelligence for you know a few minutes, where it's just like okay, he's holding up the building. Obviously, the matter he gets, the stronger he gets you know peel back that intelligence let him go to work
0: i i do i do kind of wish we had at least one final hulk smash moment i don't know when it would have
1: been since they had him use a gauntlet but or it would have been cool if you know how when thanos and hulk fought hulk was going like a brute and thanos was going like a warrior if we saw that professor hulk do that to thanos that would have been cool
0: yeah but at that Talk point all, at that point he was already like he was fucked up and he was just kind of out of the he was he was out of he was out he was done fighting after he put on that gauntlet yeah might be forever i don't know
1: i and sp- speaking of the gauntlet like i i said this theory and i was just like i don't think it's realistic but it'd be a fun one to, to throw into so you know how they said the stones basically l- ran off of gamma radiation and hulk is literally like gamma radiation incarnate what if when he put on the gauntlet and he did a snap he put so much more gamma radiation into it that we get mutants <laughs> they <sighs> didn't they didn't have the they didn't have the rights they just didn't i mean but yeah but you can say that now
0: i mean you can you can't say the term mutants like, now right, but right, so what you- yeah. But I, I don't think when, I think when the Russo's made this movie they, they wanted to go in with the application that we're just going to use what we have right now mm-hmm. and not make promises about future things that may or may not happen because when did they film? They must have filmed this probably they filmed this before Captain Marvel.
1: They gave well, in a in three honestly, month they probably. Oh, go ahead. they gave a three month break in between filming Infinity War and Endgame to let people you know relax and then they started filming for this I read something that it said Brie Larson did not know she was Captain Marvel when she was filming Endgame, and to me, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. I
0: think she knew she was Captain Marvel, but they had— well, yeah, you knew you were Captain they Marvel. Had, like they hadn't written the Captain Marvel script
1: yet.
3: Um,
0: they hadn't written the Captain Marvel script yet, so they were still like nailing certain things about her her character they wrote because a script for that movie. Because when the first when the first trailer, I mean, when the first trailer for Endgame came out with her in it. She's wearing a lot more makeup. and that, She's wearing a lot of makeup in that first scene that she wore in, like, her own movie. Mm-hmm. And people were complaining at first, like, oh, this is what happens. This is the difference between a male director and a female director. And then Brie Larson was like, no, that wasn't it. It's just that, like, we hadn't nailed down
1: exactly who Carol was yet at that point. I mean, and then plus, it's like, you've been in space for 20-odd-plus years. If you want to put on some makeup, why not? I just. I, <laughs> well and on, on top of all that, anyone that says, "Oh, hey, you weren't wearing makeup
2: in this other movie," doesn't know how movies work because they're all wearing makeup all of the time. <laughs> that's also oh,
1: that's also very true. Um, Even when they're not uh, wearing makeup, they're wearing makeup. Right. Right. Right, so I just I thought that was kind of a funny. Uh, they have to put uh, outrage. They have to put makeup on them to make it look like they're not wearing makeup, which is hilarious.
0: Right. It is, yeah, it is. It is quite funny. But I mean, um, I mean, getting getting back to the movie period. I mean, as far as like the original six, um, I do think Captain Iron Man serves the best. I think Hulk. You could go either way. Now, what about Thor? Thor, that was they they definitely took a risky choice,
1: and I've seen both sides of the argument with him. So, Alan, I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you saw when I was talking to Sammy about this on Facebook, but people are getting in an outrage over how they treated Thor in the movie. Some people are saying that they were fat shaming him with the uh, Fre- Freya's uh, eat a salad joke. Yeah. And then, well, then other that... people were saying that, um, you know, they didn't handle like his depression, right? And everything like that. And, like, here's, here's my thing. In this type of movie, with the time constraints you had, you do not really have the time to really service how someone would deal with a mental health crisis Like dealing with trauma. But you saw that everyone dealt with trauma in a different way. Tony repealed himself from a society, took Pepper, and they started a family. Uh, Cap went into the city and started a support group. Widow was running the Avengers. She was like a Nick Fury. Universal, Yeah. Um, Clint went on a murdering rampage, which we can talk about because that's (laughs) that's prompted some controversy. Oh yeah, yeah, Uh, we get into
0: Hulkhead in a minute because I read some takes. I was like, woo!
1: And then Hulk became a celebrity.
0: Yeah, Hulk was a celebrity. Yeah.
1: Which that scene, (laughs) that scene was funny, but it could have been shaved down in time.
0: Yeah, the selfie joke was way too long. Like somebody's kid, they they got someone's kid wanted to be in the movie, and that's the scene they
1: chose to put him in. Disney was just like Joe Russo. Oh, was that Joe That's, Russo's kids? Yeah, so both of Joe Russo's daughters were actually in it.
3: One of his daughters was uh, Lila Barton. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, daughter. yeah, yeah, I knew that. And then the other one was uh, the girl that showed up with the,
2: the trio of kids that showed up to Hulk saying, hey, let's take a picture. Oh, okay. The girl is, is Russo's other daughter, apparently, so. Yeah. There's your answer, I guess.
1: Oh, oh, there it is. All right, she got her screen time. Um, but yeah, so I think that. With Thor's depression, like you know, he he turned to alcohol and everything like that, and it was just to show that whenever we've seen Thor, and I know some people were saying like we've seen Tony Stark the same way. I'm like, we haven't really ever seen Tony Stark shirtless. We've seen him in a in a in a tank top, but that that's about the extent. Uh, we like.
0: haven't seen Tony Stark. I think that broken down. There's a, there's a scene in Iron Man, too, when he gets drunk and fights Rhodey, and then he's at the donut shop, remember?
1: Yeah, that was the closest we were going to get to alcoholic, Tony, because Disney's like, less sips, more quips. But anyway... Uh, but
2: also, with Thor, I mean, as far as picking Thor as the one to make fat, make it, make, turn into a drunk, I mean, there's no there's no character where that would be a bigger reaction. Like, actually, so I humble Greg, I've seen the movie, uh, let's see, four times. Oh, um, Jesus. And I'm still over Every old that single, one. and it's funny, because so many people saw it the first weekend that actually by the time I got to like the third time, people were actually quieter, but one thing that got a reaction every single time was seeing Fat Thor, and no other character would have a reaction like that, uh, just given how Thor has been built up, as he, you know, he's the god, he's the one that, you, you know, people people will come to these movies just to see the six-pack, mm-hmm. uh, and then now he doesn't have it, so I think, um, I mean, as far as people having a problem with it and the fat-shaming stuff, I, I think, um, I mean, I would just challenge that just by saying, just because it's comical doesn't mean it's not being treated with respect. Right. Um, I think there was a lot of, like you said, Chris, I think there's a lot of reason behind it. everyone's Dealing with it differently, and just yeah, I mean, if you're if you're going to have one of the characters go on a go go be a five year long drunk. Um, Thor would be the most impactful one to see take that shit. That was that would just feel more like a downhill spiral. So I think it made complete sense. It was shocking. But it was a big risk, but I think it made absolutely sense. Right.
0: I will also say, like, I mean, they definitely did make jokes at his expense. But like Hulk, you know, Hulk was Hulk tried to comfort him. Rocket tried to give him advice. His mom mostly tried to comfort him. And at the end of the day, he was still worthy. He was still able to use a hammer. Right. And they kept yeah. him fat the whole movie. Like, and that, and he I, was fat in that final battle, which I did like how he had both hammers. I thought that was cool. Right. I clapped at that moment, and no one else did, and I was like, oh, okay. I was just like, whoo, woo, woo-hoo! I did one of those. Yeah, yeah, I did one of those in the theater. When I first, in the, when, the, when the battle started and you see him with both the hammers, I was like, let's go.
1: Yeah, I think, honestly, Thor has gotten the most cheers out of me during the, I think, in all of the Avengers movies, except for... Ultron because he didn't really do as he didn't do much, much
0: in Ultron, and
1: no. even in that fight. That's cool. I
0: like when he charges up and he gets the lightning glow in his eyes, and I'm mm. like, yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, so I, I thought, and uh, people were saying like Rocket didn't try to comfort him. Like that's not who Rocket is.
0: Well, Rocket is well, Rocket is always. I mean, he's always an asshole. Like that's right, kind of that, his, that's who he He's is. like he's snarky. He's a snarky, you know. And and the thing is, people roast him all the time too. Then mm-hmm. they call him the a Bear. Yeah, and they called Iron- him,
1: They him. Uh, Iron Man called him Build-A-Bear, and then all the Asgardians called him a rabbit. Yeah,
0: because Thor called <laughs> him a rabbit, yeah. Shaming. We're not talking
1: about the animal shaming. We're not talking about the species shaming. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about the fat shaming. <laughs> and then
0: Black Widow, what was she like? He's garbage. Yeah, because yeah, Clint was like, you know he's not really a raccoon, right? And Black Widow was like, he eats
1: garbage. I'm like... Right, it's just like, hey, now I have the body of a god, all right? Now I feel good about myself.
0: Well, no, pe- people are making jokes like, finally I have a superhero that represents me. And I know Halloween, there's going to be so many
1: Thors. Oh, yeah. So so I many mean, dad bod Thors.
2: Time. I mean, that's, that's something that I actually thought was really cool about the movie, was it was sort of low-key
1: speaking against toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. I don't know if
2: that was their, the Russo's goal or not, but that's something that I got out of it, was just that it was it it felt very much like the movie was saying hey you know it's okay to be in a slump it's okay to uh to, to 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 struggle it's okay to you know maybe be out of shape for a while you know you don't you're not unworthy just because of these setbacks so i think it was actually so again i think choosing a character as quote unquote manly as thor and giving him this sort of left turn uh, I thought it was actually had a really cool message behind it too. So yeah, all around, I, I I thought it was a really nice decision.
1: Yes, and then people created another elephant in the room within the Re- Avengers, and that is with Clint. Yeah, so, all right, let's
0: get into, let's get we can get the Hawkeye and Black Widow, and then and then I think we're we're done with the original six, and we can just talk about just it, the movie itself, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you've seen this because I saw this pretty much solely on Twitter. And uh, There
0: has been an article written about it One's about Thor and not about Hawkeye
1: Yeah so people are mad at Hawkeye Because When he went to On his murderous rampage Against criminal organizations He went after criminal organizations Of color
0: yeah so Cause uh, they They mentioned that he He went and like Murdered people In some like Mexi- cartels. Mexican cartel well, They just said cartels They didn't say what cartels, cartels they, they just said, said cartels Okay they just said cartels And then we get the scene With him in Japan Where you know He's like a samurai And he beats a bunch of I'm assuming that like Yakuza the,
1: Yeah the Yakuza
0: Yakuza And one of the takes That I'm seeing on Twitter And we'll we about this For a minute Was that they thought, I don't know if they, some people said it was racist, some people said it was racially insensitive. Like, how come Hawk, why did Hawkeye have to go to foreign countries and kill minorities to quote-unquote kill bad guys when he could have stayed in America and killed white supremacists? And I and I don't, and I, I, I get, I think the argument you're getting, I'm, I'm hearing from a lot of people is that like, hey, there aren't enough minorities in heroic roles, and when you put them in these movies, they're there to be, like, murdered fodder. And it would be nicer if there were, like, more Asian superheroes and that kind of stuff. Because as of right now, you really only have, like, what? Wong and Mantis, mainly?
1: Yeah.
0: I think Dave Bautista's, like, half... He's half something, I, I think. I have
1: no idea. What but he's
0: painted. He's painted, so he might not count. So is Mantis. So that, that that's the kind of... I I think that's the real reason people are upset, and it's like, well, why do you have to go to a foreign country, you know, like, you're going to, like, an exotic foreign country and killing minorities when it's like, he could have killed white people, you know, just the same, so that's, that's kind of the debate with Clint, I'm kind of like, eh, I'm kind of like whatever about it, mainly because, like, I've seen that done in movies before, like, didn't, wasn't there a Wolverine movie went to Japan?
1: Yeah, the Wolverine, the Wolverine,
0: and uh, Deadpool too. Does he kill? Does he go to Japan in the beginning? And like the montage? Yeah, he go, he
1: kills yeah. a he kills bunch of, people.
0: he kills a bunch of people in the beginning. So I mean, it's definitely a trope. It personally didn't bother me, but I kind of I kind of get I think I kind of get where the core frustration comes in. But I think some people are jumping the shark, where they're like, "Hawkeye, the white supremacist." I'm like, "All right, guys, like."
1: Yeah, the, and I and I, I like I I can understand the frustration. I don't condone it, but I can understand it just for the simple fact that, like, if you're looking at the biggest criminal organizations in the world, especially the ones that he would have fought, like when he was in Shield, it would have been you would either get the Yakuza, um, terrorist organizations out of the Middle East or drug cartels or human trafficking cartels or you know they probably dabble in a bit of both so I mean like and so if you're going to say you're going to have him um you know he should have stayed in America and you know fought white supremacist terrorists and I'm like yeah that's fine but how many white supremacist cells are you really going to find well, it's
0: also that, I mean, aesthetically, they just want to put him somewhere different.
1: Right. Because it was yeah, cool.
0: That's, that, that's, that's really, the really the, I think like the reason the Russo's... Away. Sorry. Oh, my. No, I just said, I really think the Russo's just did that because it was cool. There's some comic inspiration with him being in. They're like, let's put him in Japan. Yeah. And do, like, a riff on, like, you know, uh Japanese fight scene. Wouldn't that be cool? And that's why they put it in there. I, yeah, personally... You know,
2: so there's a whole idea of him running away, too. You know, it's not, he's... He, he, the, the trauma of losing his family has caused him to, people don't even know where he is, so the idea of him being physically lost as well as emotionally and mentally lost, so I think um, yeah, I didn't, I actually I didn't hear about that outrage, maybe because I was uh, uh, maybe because I stayed away from so much Endgame stuff, I don't know, maybe I somehow missed that um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't really that, it wasn't really something that I thought of, it's one of those things I feel like, yeah, you can track it, but at the same time, it's like you know, how much are we having like a conversation about it, or how much are people like uh, Chris? I think, well, you're both named Chris, um, yeah. but Definitely. like what was said about, uh, you know, kind of taking a, a bit of a leap, it feels like something that might be, um, while I can not track it, it does feel like a bit of a leap, it seems like, because um, again, I. I don't know, personally. I didn't. It didn't come to mind until you guys really mentioned it. Yeah,
0: it um, didn't come to my mind either until, until I, re- I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, until I read and it. I'm I said like, it to Chris, and I was like.
1: And then I read the thread, yeah, and I was man, just I like, "Oh, did you read like the whole thing? I read the whole thread from, from that? Yeah, she had a the the, the the woman that did this She had a lot of hot takes like that.
0: She had. I, I honestly, I think it's more of a beef with the MCU. The whole spilling over in-game broke the camel's back with that With the person we're talking about which I'm not I'm not gonna add anybody on the podcast but I I I think the thesis of what she's trying to say is Hey Marvel needs to Treat women and minority characters better Which I mostly would agree
1: Yeah like I I would agree with that I just you know don't think that The the beef that she's having with them In certain instances Is where the Beef like where her Strongest point should be. Should I think be she
0: was it. working backwards from her conclusion, and she came in with a certain. She came with the notion of like what I said. What I said, yeah. and she went and she went picking. You know, looking for examples, which because, is fine.
1: Because I think th- it, I think this is the same woman that had the, the take that uh, you had. Two women sacrifice their lives to satisfy a man's goal.
0: Well, that well, we can get into, we want to get in the Black Widow because she's yeah, the last
1: one. I, that's why I feel like we can transfer.
0: Yeah, we, all right, we are we can transfer in the Black Widow. So uh, Black Widow dies; she's dead forever, unless they do a prequel, which apparently is what they're going to
1: do. Or they bring her from another timeline.
0: Or they bring her from another timeline, but like the Natasha we've known is dead. And I honestly I like this part of the movie where They both go to Vormir which everybody's making fun of the fact That Nebula never told like Nebula didn't tell Black Widow and Hawkeye Like hey guys um, only one of you Has to die Like, Some people but, say she didn't know for sure
1: But you know who knew who? Iron Man Because that's when in Infinity War Iron He Man said did- they both went off to Vormir And only he came yeah. back with the Soul Stone
0: yeah, Iron Man didn't know, too, and it's just like, really, guys? But I did like how they did a riff from, you know, typically in movies, you see, like, a battle to death. We're like, okay, one person has to die, and the winner is it. But this time, they were both fighting each other for, like, the right for suicide. And Hawkeye's like, well, hey, I've done a bunch of terrible stuff, you know, so I'm gonna go. And Black Widow's like, no, you have a family, and I don't. So they fight over it, and ultimately, Black Widow dies, which I see why they made that choice. Because ultimately... Clinton is the one who's done all the bad stuff recently, and he's the one who's got to have he's got to deal with the guilt of Black Widow dying. So I see why you did that. Some people think that some the people who think that Clint should have died mainly just don't like who just don't like Hawkeye. Period. Which I understand. He's everybody. I think they said well, the honest trailer. They're he's like
1: everybody's fourth favorite Avenger. He's
0: everybody's like fourth favorite Avenger.
1: Yeah, you where know, do you think that puts Widow number five or six. I don't. Yeah.
0: So I don't. I mean. I, as far as Black Widow dying, you know, if, I, if you're going to get rid of one of them, I see why you would pick her. I understand. And it's at least now she's not the only woman in that universe. So I can, I can understand. And it's also, she didn't, like, people are saying that Black Widow is being fridged. Which, I know your term, you've heard of the term fridge in movies, the mm-hmm. trope, which is... When a woman dies, usually the further, like, a man's story. But Black Widow wasn't really fridge because she made that choice and had the agency. She was, you know, sacrificing herself for her friends, her family, etc. You know, she had agency in that scene because Hawkeye wouldn't do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's not fridging. Gamora, what happened to Gamora was much, much closer to that when Thanos just, you know, yeeted her off the mountain. Yep. So I, I can understand people with mouths of Gamora thing, but I think with Black Widow, it, it, it's a little different. I understand the perspective of like, man, the only original female Avenger, and you had to get rid of her, and she doesn't get a funeral like Iron Man does, which I'm also like, she's a spy, not a public, not as public of a superhero,
1: right? You who, know, who did she really interact with in the Marvel Universe? The original Avengers, Shield agents, which are all probably dead and gone. That's it. Yuri
0: Well the thing about well, I was gonna say the thing about Black Widow is that like I think the way she was handled in this movie was fine. But the issue the issue with her character really and truly is that the issue with her inherently is that She doesn't really have any relationships outside of the Avengers. Everyone else does. You know, Iron Man's got Pepper. He's got his dad. You know, he had a relationship with Peter Parker. Captain America has, you know, Bucky. That was a big anchor for him in his movies and that kind of stuff. Thor Um, had, you know, he had Loki, had all his people. Who did Black Widow have? Even Hawkeye had his family in Ultron. Uh,
1: Well,
2: and for that reason, too, that's why I think um, as far as choosing Black Widow to die, I think it... It surprised me when it happened, but for that reason, I think it made sense for her to die instead of Hawkeye, just because I think she has more... I mean, they use usually all trying to say, oh, Hawkeye is the clue that holds the team together, but yeah, she, she actually is the one that has a pretty close relationship with most of the original six, so I think I think taking her out was much more impactful
0: for the team and the audience than Hawkeye. I mean, if Hawkeye died, I feel like no one I would be It'd be like Quicksilver.
1: Yeah. What's that? Don't you bring up that movie I'm Yeah was like when
0: they killed Quicksilver and <laughs> Ultron where Everyone was like eh okay
1: I think with Black Widow My biggest problem with her throughout all the movies Is that She Like especially after uh, Winter Soldier She was sort of a pointless character Because how do you have a spy without a spy organization
0: well, not even that. I mean, yeah, and was also that you know.
1: And she's not. Enough. She was never really like she might have been an assassin in the past, but she was never an assassin in the present. Like she's and, still. Sort and of is and in you the get counter.
0: to the point where like pretty much at this point everybody has powers or either have they either have some enhancements or they're like not human and Black Widow. She she didn't really have a ton going for her. And like I said, as far as her character, she she didn't have anyone else besides the Avengers. Like, her character's been written around the Avengers, while all the other characters have, like, someone else. Mm -hmm. I mean, even with the Incredible Hulk, his struggle is always with himself. Right. You know, it's always the Banner and Hulk dynamic. You know, but she didn't really have anyone, so, like... It wasn't powerful when she died, and the second time I saw it, you know, before they get in the, before they go in the quantum realm, Black Widow's like, "See you in a minute," and you're like,
1: "Aw." I wasn't. I was just like, mm.
0: "Well, the second time I saw, but well, you know, but I knew it was coming. I was like, "Aw, when that happened," you know.
1: Yeah, it was just like I was sitting there, I'm like, which one's gonna die, Widow?
0: <laughs> and apparently, she's getting a prequel movie, which I still think it's too late.
1: I still think it's dumb.
0: I think, I mean, it should be rated R. It won't be, but it should.
1: We're just going to get Red Sparrow Part 2. So, I mean... The first one. But
0: I really think, at the end of the day, I do agree. I think her character has been handled poorly in these movies. And now that she's gone, I think we need to move forward. We do have other female characters we can do more with. We have the women of Wakanda. We have Valkyrie. We have Wasp. You know, there's definitely... Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch which is going to be on TV, I guess. With
1: Vision... That doesn't make... We can get... We can get that in a minute. Let's leave that alone. We can
0: get... Yeah, we can get that in a minute, but, I mean, there's potential, and I... And and Captain Marvel, which we can... Whatever. We all had
1: the same take on Captain Captain
0: Marvel. Captain (laughs) Marvel, meh. Meh, yeah, Meh. but I, I, but I still think there's potential for them to do more with other well, characters. Why is Captain Marvel two in the
1: past? It doesn't stop it. Just keep. Is it? Is
3: it? Is a sequel in the past as well? They're,
0: that's what they I think
1: that's they're what, tossing it around. I don't think it's confirmed. That's yet. like the leading idea right the now. The leading
0: idea. <laughs> we don't. We don't know what she did in between her movie and Endgame. Frank, so,
1: frankly, I do not care. I bring <laughs> her. Bring her. Bring her here, so Roe can take her powers, and I can laugh
0: that yeah good luck you got like 10 years on that or something like that
1: eh, that's fine Brie Larson jumps.
0: so uh ready to transition from I guess we are to cover the original Avengers we want to just talk about the movie period other aspects we liked didn't like yeah et
1: uh, that, final battle was dope that last hour I have been waiting for 11 years that, for that
0: that last I mean, battle especially was every MCU fan's dream for sure
2: I mean they packed everything it, it was almost like they interviewed every single MCU fan And was like, what's the one thing you want to see in this movie? And then they tacked it all to the third act. And it worked beautifully.
1: I mean, that should be every comic book fan's dream. I don't care which company you like. That last battle was amazing.
0: It was, I mean, it was a complete spectacle. Because you started out... With, you know, Iron Man, Cap, and Thor versus Thanos. And Thanos, even without the gauntlet, is just like... He's just whipping their asses. I mean, he's just... He's going to town, and then, you know... Which
1: is also like, all right, well, why was Iron Man able to hold his own against him in Infinity War?
0: Whatever. It was cool. (laughs) You gotta have a movie. But, I mean, that was an awesome fight. You know, Thor's struggling a little bit. He's kind of beating up on Thor. And then when you see the hammer move, you're like, wait, what's going on? And when Captain America picked up Thor's hammer... Pretty much every you guys, theaters went crazy, right? because oh, yeah. Did. I was like, "Woo!" Everybody That's went crazy every
2: time. Every screening, people are going nuts when he catches the hammer.
0: Yeah, and I mean that—that that was something that was teased before, and I should have assumed they were going to do it because it's Cat's last movie. But when they did it, I was just like, "You guys did it!"
1: So uh, my I...
0: mom cheered. She doesn't even like. <laughs> she's not even as into the these movies.
1: I saw three images before um, the movie came out. And I, I remember I said I saw something that got spoiled for me, Alan, but I just didn't know the context. So I saw um, the Hulk with the Infinity Gauntlet. I saw Professor Hulk in general, and then uh, I saw two figures like it was sort of like silhouetted in the air. And I didn't know who it was and it was when Cap Hit Thanos with Mjolnir and they're both In the air that's what I saw but I couldn't really Make it out um, also because I was scrolling really fast trying to Cap
0: was yeah. using that pretty well too he was able to spin The hammer he was calling down lightning I'm like mm-hmm. You've been you see Cap's just been waiting Yep <laughs> You're he just waiting able to Lift it the whole time so yeah, yeah, yeah I think you're right yeah he definitely was
1: just waiting For his right moment having all the fun with it that he could. Mm -hmm.
0: And I liked and I like when Thor and him when they trade hammers and Thor's like you get the smaller one. Yeah, you take the little one. You take the little one. That was that that, that was cool. Um and then I mean the moment like there's I wanna get I need a high resolution image of the moment where Cap has a broken shield and he's like facing down Thanos and his army. Oh yeah. Like that was just like that was just art. And then you hear you you, you vaguely hear uh Sam's voice go on your left.
1: Cap? Cap, it's Sam, can you hear me? And then, yeah, and I remember when he first was uh, before he said he was Sam. I didn't know who
2: he was uh, just because you could kind of barely hear it. Because um, Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, who's talking right? Now. And then you see Doctor Strange's sling ring, and then everyone's coming out. It was just, that whole sequence was just so beautiful, and it was just so. Because at the end of Infinity War, we knew they were all coming back, but they just executed everything so well. Definitely, it, just, it, it the movie earned it, we
1: earned it. It was just, it was beautifully done. Folks were welling up. Uh, yeah, that, that whole thing and then you lead it up to Avengers Assemble. Yeah. Which brings up another thing. If they were able to use the sling ring to get off a of Titan why to come they back it? to Earth, why did he why did they need to do this surprise attack on Thanos on Titan? No, just just, just sling should, back everybody. Yeah, why
0: didn't they leave earlier and like everybody gang up? Because it wouldn't have been a movie.
1: And I think I t- I think I said this um, when we were ranking them, Alan, and I might have said this on the Infinity War podcast. And I felt like Endgame will make Infinity War a worse movie. And I don't think it made it a worse movie, but I do think that Endgame contradicts quite a few things that people had problems with in Infinity War. Like, you know, why didn't Doctor Strange use the sling ring and everything like that? And I think I and I I had this thought maybe like two days before the movie came out. And I'm just like, did Doctor Strange actually see all the way through Endgame? Or did he just see through the Battle of Titan where maybe just one person lived and that's all he needed was just one I th- person? Well,
0: I think Strange knew that Iron Man was going to die. That's right. why he made Thanos spare him, and I think he knew that he they needed Iron Man to figure out time travel right. because they Hulk and Ant Man they weren't able to do it on their own until Tony stepped in and
1: helped out. Right, and well, so the thing is, is, they so in, in Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange's movie,
2: um, that's the ancient one says like, oh, I keep looking at you know the different timelines and they all end at this point, which means yeah, this is where I die. So the fact that Doctor Strange is able to see further. He clearly knew. Yeah, he, he clearly knew that he was going to come back to life. Because um, if he didn't, then he wouldn't have been able to see further. So he definitely saw through. He definitely saw through the end game. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure he saw through the end of that.
1: Yeah, and what my question would be is like, all right, if he was able to see everything, like because he was on Titan when he's looking through the time stone, how is he able to see what's going on on Earth? and you know in space and everything like that because if you have that sort of omnipresence when you're using the time stone how did you not know Thanos was coming
2: hmm.
1: but then maybe oh, you he mean
2: like, you mean like Thanos was coming like, like why did Banner have to say
1: it yeah or you know why didn't you know like there's someone collecting the infinity stones or something like that and I'm just saying, like I know that that's you know like looking ahead but maybe he just didn't have that I don't know Addiction per se, but like that wherewithal of like, I need to see all future threats coming.
0: I mean, he might yeah, I mean, the only excuse is that he just wasn't he just wasn't interested in looking in the future Yeah. At, until you know, he needed to
1: Also, one character we haven't really talked about at all is Thanos himself So we start off with Thanos, the first thing we see on him is he's limping and like I noticed that, I'm just like why is he limping? It only messed up his arm, and so then what we see now is that he used the infinity stones to destroy them, so no more infinity stones. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, the big be- I like the misdirect at the beginning because mm. the beginning, you know, Captain America's like, let's get that son of a bitch. So you think, like, oh, well, they're gonna fight him again in the movie, but no, they immediately they, they literally jump him in his house, and he's
1: already like near death. I thought they were gonna get their butts kicked up. And I was about to be like, yes.
0: And then Thor yes. chopped his head off.
1: Well, chopped his hand off, and I'm like, and oh, someone watched on his head. trailers. Or yeah. Hishy. And then I'm like then he chopped off his head and he's like, I am for the head. And I'm like, ah, call back. But I did like
0: I forget my point. I, I did like how easy it was from the beat him in the beginning. Because mm-hmm. then it it gives it's like a misdirect where you're like, well, What's the rest of this movie gonna be about? And mm-hmm. the answer is time travel.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, and also it foreshadowed Tony really well that at the end of Thanos' mission he gave all of himself so he died and then that mirrors
1: Tony at the end of his journey he dies as well so narratively it works really cool too. Yeah you, you use the Infinity Stones to destroy themselves and I'm just like well alright that means Vision's not coming back there's no more Time Stone in Doctor Strange's world. Um, don't really care about the other stones but one stone we didn't really that was only used once that we didn't really get to see the extent of it was the Soul Stone.
0: Yeah, I don't even yeah, really don't know, know what the Soul Stone does. No, 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 really. well, we also, What we also don't know is at the end of Infinity War, when he
2: snapped, that sort of reddish dimension, that world that he was in, that people thought was the Soul Stone. Maybe it is the Soul Stone. I don't know. But anyway, we didn't really get to learn where that was or what it meant that he was split in two. So, like, I
1: don't know. Are we going to learn about that in another movie? Like, is Doctor Strange 2 going to deal with that? And, I, I I don't know. I sort of doubt that. I, I still would, like, give credence to, like, that was the soul world inside of the Soul Stone. And that's why Gamora was there. And the fact that he destroyed the Stone means there is no more Gamora. I feel
3: like Hulk
0: could have talked. I mean, well, they don't. They, they give him the Hulk-Widow, Hulk-widow romance. But I feel like when Hulk snapped, he could have talked to Widow.
1: Yeah, yeah. But then they were just like, ah, there's no time for that. Yeah,
0: they were like, whatever.
1: Uh, Yeah, so I mean, they... So I feel like as much sacrifice as the Soul Stone and how much it was a a point in both films of, you know, the importance of it, it didn't really get its due. And that also means that we're not going to have uh, Adam Warlock, you know, have that sort of role, which we already knew since he wasn't going to be in Infinity War. And I'm still not happy about that. But whatever, Marvel. Um... I still like that game. Yeah, no, no, no. I still do. It, it's my favorite Marvel movie. Um, I I think it's it's the best. Well, actually, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it's my favorite Marvel movie. I think it's the best Marvel movie. But I'm still saying my favorite is still gonna be Winter Soldier and Black Panther.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. God, I forget what my point was gonna be. But I mean, I, I like like I said, I like the misdirect they did with Thanos in the beginning. And then like when 2014 Thanos comes, you still get a fight with him and his whole army. Which was immensely satisfying and I like the 2014 Thanos justification of like going there. It's like well I see my plan fails because the people I leave a lot, the people who are going to be alive after the snap are always going to try to undo what I did. On top of that these Avengers are really fucking annoying and now I'm now it's really personal and I just want to kill them. Like that was
1: his whole reason. His plan is still stupid.
0: It,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. You should have just, you should have just left it at he was in love with death and was trying to write that. Because yes, while that is like stupid, it's still comic booky, and this is still a comic book movie.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, they, they, I, I think Thanos, I think he worked
2: as far as the MCU's evolution of villains. I mean, I, I really like the new motive that they gave him. I mean, obviously, there's a pothole. You could have just made more resources, but. I mean, given that it's the story, I, I think uh, I actually really liked his, uh, his his motivations and the character they gave him. I was definitely really happy about that, because they even admitted, I think uh, Marvel Studios even admitted that he's a difficult character to write for, because before they had the whole, oh, I want to balance everything, you know, he's just this, he's a, he's a big brute that just wants to destroy everything, he's, and they weren't really sure what kind of character to give him.
1: I but, mean, he's um, a nihilist. He, he worships death I mean that that was the whole thing in man like I my even problem is it, with his plan isn't the you could have made more resources thing my thing is just like all right you wipe out half the universe like the last when we had half the population we had now on earth that was the 1960s so you're giving all these people with more technology more resources, there's going to be another population boom. We'll probably be back at 7 billion in like 30 years. What did
0: Cap say at the beginning? He said something about the whales or something. Yeah,
1: the whales are, you know, like are back because, you know, less ships and everything like that. I'm like, yeah, they're going to, you know, be more populated because, you know, that's all done. So I'm like, you could have used the snap to change literally how everybody saw the world. You like share resources, save the planet, everything like that that you don't really have an issue in which you'll have like this overpopulation thing because you're thinking like hmm how are we gonna fix that and everything like that i feel like you should have kept it with the comic book movie the comic book reason like yeah he's a megalomaniac that worships death you know like you didn't need thanos to be a compelling villain you just needed him to be terrifying
0: yeah, I can understand that. And there's people with Thanos' takes. Now, some people I've read a lot. Now, there are some people who like love Thanos' plan and think it's great. They took it a little too seriously, and I'm like, all right, you need to calm down. Like, genocide is never a good idea, guys.
1: Right. He felt more like a Bond villain than a comic book villain yeah. with that plan.
0: You know, but I don't which know. I mean,
1: I love the James Bond movies.
0: So. I funneled it. And I like the um, I like the helicopter blade weapon he had.
1: Yeah, he he went a little Darth Maul with it. How did he turn that? that
0: around? You think it was motorized, or was he able just to spin it?
1: I think it was just able to spin. I think that's just how it how it goes. Just how
0: he's able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, Or
1: they take it with like the Star Wars Rebels thing, where it's like motorized and they can use it like a helicopter. And I was that was hilariously dumb, but it was funny um i'm trying to
0: think of moments in the final battle because we've only touched on that um
1: scarlet witch got her due.
0: yeah no the scarlet witch's line but she's like you took everything from me and he's like i don't even know you and he's like she's like you will and
1: i was just like yes no everybody in the theater was like oh snap i thought she was going to use her powers to like impale him with his sword and i was just like i would have liked for her to get the final kill I would have liked that.
0: Yeah, I mean, they had to give. Some people wanted. Some people on Twitter are mad that she didn't get it either. I mean, I ultimately they wanted to give it to Iron
1: Man. Which was, was, it was, makes the most sense to give it to Iron Man out of everybody. Yeah, I mean, I was completely fine with giving to Iron Man. I just felt like for the personal reasons of it, like it, the impaling him didn't even have to kill him. It could have just like seriously wounded him, and you know everything like that. People got mad that Captain Marvel got punched by Thanos, and like I'm like, y'all are completely forgetting the whole thing that led up to that. He was not able to stop her. She was able to keep him from snapping his fingers, and like think about how the whole quick time,
0: it is. the whole the whole time the
1: movie, I'm like, like, break his fingers. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Break his thumb. Break his thumb. <laughs> break it. And then you know he headbutts her. And, and it doesn't work and it doesn't work and she just sort of smiles at him and I feel like people miss that moment because what it shows is he was physically able to dominate Thor cap iron man every no Hulk, captain
0: marvel is stronger than thanos the only reason he hit her was because thanos was savvy enough to pop out the power right and use you know that
1: and i was like the only thing that could beat captain marvel is another infinity stone i'm like that makes sense but i and
0: i was fine with that because that also shows that thanos is a villain he's willing to fight dirty like he got he wants to
1: win at the end of the day right and i feel like people miss those moments leading up to it they're just like oh he was just able to punch her and take her out of the fight i'm like
0: she got hit with in this version of thanos knows about his own demise so he's a lot more desperate than he was in infinity war and he's willing to kind of hit below the belt and do stuff like that mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he's a smart guy so yeah i mean he that's the thing is you saw
2: him use his use his head no pun intended yeah. um but yeah that's 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 what he had to do but yeah i think you're right there's there was definitely a lot there was definitely a lot of struggle that that uh led up to that moment instead of her just getting punched.
0: I liked um, Valkyrie on the Pegasus. Yeah. I'm like, how does she still have one of those? Because she didn't have it in Ragnarok, did she? She had it in the flashback.
2: Yeah. or
1: the Valkyrie yeah, died. She just... Summon it and there But was. she just had
0: a panic, so I was like alright that's cool I also didn't notice the first time That the Ravengers from Guardians were there Yeah Like when uh, Howard
1: the Duck was How, there Yeah
0: when uh, How was Wasp there? When Wasp, the wasp was shows up I don't the care people... about
1: Korg Alan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when, when the Wasp shows up Those are the people behind her Those are the Ravengers So I was yeah. like oh Cause they I was thought... like alright You got Wakanda You got the Asgardians
1: The like four of them that are still alive Yeah, yeah. Um, I hey, wonder if what, Meek I mean, got stepped on again Oh, I wonder if Meek got stepped on again
0: oh, yeah. And Meek oh. and Korra They were both there in that final battle uh, With their weapons and stuff
1: I think it was pretty cool My my fourth favorite part in that movie was uh, I'm Peter Parker Hey Peter Parker Yeah, you Got something for me and then all the female Avengers came to defend Peter Parker. I love those memes so much. No, the memes
0: making fun oh. of them. It's like, it was like, did you see the one with Kevin Hart? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's like a woman like holding Kevin Hart. And the the text oh, over Kevin Hart is like, um it's like Peter Parker. And the woman holding him is like every female Avenger.
1: Yeah. And I think. Well, I love the whole, I mean, the whole scene of when they basically were playing gauntlet football. <laughs> I thought it was really fun. Yeah, I was I was really hoping when Black Panther was running with it, he'd put it on. But I was just like, I know I'm not gonna get that. Yeah, but it, it would have been nice. He also
0: calls a Hawkeye Clinton awesome. as a call as a call back to Civil War. Yeah, I was
1: just gonna yeah. be like, give me to go on. With.
0: That was another thing I liked about this movie that that can help and hurt it is that the more Marvel movies you've seen. You'll, the more you'll enjoy all the deep cuts they do. Cause right. like I was there with my parents, and they've seen a lot of the more recent ones, but not a lot of the old school ones. So they only picked up on some of the jokes, like with Captain with the Hell Hydra. Yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm.
1: My parents, well, I think, that was more of a comics thing. That was more like if you followed the comic book. It, it was both. Was, it was both. It it was both, well, and well, I, I guess because of the Winter Soldier side too. So yeah, I guess it would have been both. Yeah, my parents have seen. I want to say maybe like. 15 out of 22 films I think the ones they haven't seen are Ragnarok um, Captain Marvel Both Ant-Man movies um, You kind
0: of need to see Ant-Man and the Wasp for this more than I thought you would Because I have to introduce like, the tunnel and The quantum tunnel and all that stuff
1: Yeah I explained that to uh, Them be- before You could
0: skip Captain Marvel and still be okay yeah. But Ant-Man and the Wasp I definitely think you know, they foreshadowed some in-game stuff in that
1: movie. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, my, my the funniest thing about the female Avengers, and I saw now I got hype, and then I whispered over my cousin. I'm just like, because she, she was just like, yeah, if you want something done right, get a woman to do it. And I'm like, but what is Vance going to do? She is literally the only one that is not really useful in that fight. Like, everybody else can do something. And I think what... I was talking to uh, this one person I play a Marvel game with, and we are just like, it would have been really dope to see uh, Mantis, like, flipping over people, touching them, and putting them to sleep. I'm like, that would have been great. I would have loved that.
0: You could have had, like, Wong or somebody, like, like, teleport her on top of one of... Like, we could have been one of the lieutenants who cares, and she could have taken them out.
1: Yeah, or, like, that big, new, brute beast that they show that we never saw in Infinity War that just showed up. Like... She was doing some of that when I was seeing it on repeat viewings. I
2: was basically, when I would get to the third act, I would basically just look at the background just because it was basically, it basically was one big splash page. And, um, they did have
1: her doing some of that in the background. It just wasn't focused on. Yeah, but, like, everybody else sort of got focused on, like, Scarlet Witch fought Thanos. Uh, Pepper as Rescue was up there with Iron Man. Okoye killed Corvus. Um... Captain Marvel obviously was doing her thing and like I get she was trying to go straight for the tunnel but as fast as she's been she went really freaking slow
0: well she had to fight through people to
1: get through yeah but like as fast like she went through a ship faster than she went through those people and I'm just like you could have just beelined it straight for it but alright
0: yeah I, I I get I get what you're saying I mean there, there are certain things in movies like this that you just have to you have to just put aside for the enjoyment of the movie and for the spectacle.
1: Right. Did you did you see the article that I was just like, we need to forgive all Marvel plot holes and things like that? And I'm like, n- 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 that's, that's going a bit too far. Like, every movie has plot holes, and it's okay to, like, move some things to the side. But you can't just, like, forgive all of them. Because some of them are just, you know, and not just Marvel movies, just in movies in general are, like, you know, just dumb. Uh, well then also though
2: with movies in general every movie has plot holes so I mean I don't I mean I didn't read that article I mean I actually I'd be interested in in getting a link to that Um, but yeah I I I, I guess with movies in general I I just think there's a point to which you do kind of have to excuse things because it's a story I mean it's it's true with movies it's true with books it's true with anything Um, so yeah I mean I guess Marvel's no exception but yeah when there's a when there's a plot hole that just takes you out of the film, um, that I think should be discussed for sure.
1: Right, and I don't think that Endgame really had those types that would take you when out you the movie, of the no. movie. Oh, one joke we have not talked about, which it was not as funny the first time, like that the joke happened in the movie, but the second time, America's ass. That part was hilarious. That was funny when oh, yeah. Cap, like after he beat his younger self, and he's just like, "Huh."
0: That is America's ass, and, and America's ass. I was just it's like. It's a good joke. It's also because, like you know, Cap is from the forties, and originally he was super uptight. And over over the course of the movies, you know, he you know he's a little he's able to joke around a little bit more and have a little mm. bit more fun. And even even like the the let's get that son of a bitch. Like someone when that trailer first came out, someone on Twitter was like, they got Cap out here cussing.
1: I was just like <laughs> language. Yeah, language. <laughs> yeah. So
0: he goes from language to like all right, you know he's mad. Nice. Like they got Cap out here cussing. So. No, I, I I enjoy that scene. The other one, we haven't talked about uh, Nebula at all yet.
1: Yeah, I was actually rooting for Nebula getting the gauntlet out of or maybe like being able like stabbing something through Thanos' heart or something like that because, you know, I feel like Nebula doesn't really get that sort of catharsis where she's able to take out her abuser
0: And her Yeah and her I will say that I, I will say The only They didn't really make up For what they did With Gamora and Infinity War But The song of the development That Nebula got in this movie was, great. was really good, especially since the first in the first Guardian, she was pretty much a hench girl, mm-hmm. you know. And now Nebula, no, she is this full fledged character. She is, you know, completely rebelled against her abusive father, you know, reconciled with her sister mm-hmm. to the point where she killed her younger I mean, self, her younger self or herself from another dimension.
1: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To
0: protect, you know, Gamora.
1: There was there was a plot point that sort of took me out the movie for a moment. Yeah, so I think one thing that took me out of the movie for a minute was the fact that when both uh Gamora, or both nebulas were in the same time that she was able to get the memories of the other one. And I'm just like I don't know that's kinda of I didn't a know she stretch. was on
0: Wi Fi and it's not password protected. Right,
1: you're on Wi Fi on a galactic scale. I'm like, that's a bit of a stretch.
0: I mean I yeah, I I, I didn't yeah. I mean, the yeah, only reason, thing. Sorry. They
2: need a reason for Thanos to know that the other people were like they—they they really need a reason to connect the two. Um, so yeah, it definitely felt more like that than something that was really organic. It didn't really ruin anything for me, but um, but yeah, there was there were a lot of moments like that. Maybe we'll get into that.
1: It was later, convenient. Yeah. I think is what you're trying to say. Of- yeah, I think that one. Was, I, I like that. that was I like
0: There. I like that he's able to look through Nebula's memory, which they did show in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So I like that they brought. I like that they brought that back.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: I do the same Wi-Fi. I'm just like, I mean, okay, all right. I also liked the uh, Rhodey knocking out Star Lord.
1: Yeah, that was funny
0: when they redo the Guardians one opening, and they, I mean, they Star Lord dances for a while for mm-hmm. like a good what thirty seconds. Yeah. Before Rhodey just knocks him out, you know. I think so. I want people to like redo do a cut of Guardian of the actual opening of Guardian to just have Rhodey just knock him out, smacking them in the front of the movie. But um, have we have we covered most stuff? I think.
1: Uh, I think we have. Um, Pretty much. You talked about me being a monster and not being emotionally. Uh, sad I like Star Lord seeing
0: Yondu Gamora. And she hits Kicks him in the him balls, in the that but was that wasn't the funny part. The funny part was, like was, was when she's talking to Nebula, and then she's like, "This is this is him. Like this is a guy." And Nebula's like, "It's either him or a tree," because that was funny because it's like the girl Gamora had no. She really had no options on that ship mm-hmm. where you have you have Quill or Drax, and Quill is smarter than Drax is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she didn't. There was there wasn't many options for her for sure so that was a good joke.
1: So yeah. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of funny moments, we didn't talk about uh, where Thor is left off. Oh yeah, where we where is it like? Uh, who's in charge? Yeah, yeah.
2: which I don't know if you want to use that as a transition to the feature of
1: Marvel, but I, yeah, that was. Just, yeah, yeah. I think that's a I think that's a good transition. So I mean, yeah. It?
0: I mean, so summary in the movie. Iron Man's dead, widow's dead, Cap is retired, and he gives a shield to Sam. Which not I'm,
1: Bucky. Which I'm surprisingly seeing like I've seen people were like, Oh, he should have given it to Bucky because that no, was his he best should, friend. Though. Or he was a super soldier. And I'm like, Okay, those those are arguments, they're dumb arguments, but those are arguments. What I have not seen is how are you gonna make Captain America black? I have not seen no that. No one's seen that. I was prepared for, for that. For
0: that, it didn't happen. Yeah. Well, I think the reason you have to give it to Sam is because Well Bucky Bucky was a mass killer And he I mean he just came out Of like hibernation Right before Infinity War And then he got snapped
1: Right And then you also have That The fact that All of Hydra's files Are out on the internet So anyone can see He's
0: not I don't yeah, this version of Bucky I don't think could be Cap I don't I, I, don't think he's ready And, you know, Captain America isn't just like any superhero Captain America is like a symbol Yeah, he's a symbol And I think that Sam, you know, Falcon He was, I wouldn't say a follower of Cap But he was pretty loyal to Cap throughout, you know The time we've seen him And he probably most embodies the ideals of Captain America More than probably anybody else So it makes sense he gives the chill to Sam Right You know Alan, what'd you think?
2: Yeah, no, I, th- I think it made. I think everything made complete sense. I think. Um, I mean, I was happy to see Sam get it. I mean, it's like that's how, that's what happens in the comics. I do th- kind of wonder what, um, what the his show with Bucky is going to look like. I mean, is this going to be like him training up? or well, because you know, cause he's not a super soldier with the shield. This is just a regular, you know, regular guy basically. Um, but um, but yeah, I think it, it definitely. Made sense, and I liked seeing how um, how Bucky was clearly remembering Cap in the past, wanting to give it to Sam. Like he clearly knew exactly what was going on when, like as, as soon as he left. Um, so yeah, I thought that whole scene was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is with Bucky, I don't know about Anthony Mackey, but I know Sebastian Stan still has a number of Marvel movies in his contract. He signed up for nine, and he was in. All three Captain America movies, game and Infinity War. So you still have four left.
0: They could do. I mean, they can do a lot. They they definitely can do a lot with Bucky Unless because he he's never in Black Wolf. he's never really like lived like a life as like a person. So yeah. I mean, you you could put him on teams. You can mm-hmm. you can definitely do a lot with Bucky. I mean,
1: I'm. Well, and I'm... Black
2: Panther have a bond because of because uh, they cured him and now he's the White Wolf? Yeah, so you I'm down with Black him Panther being in Black too, Panther too. The White I'm,
1: Wolf. I'm down with him and. Uh, The new Captain America having their, you know, buddy movies. Like, I'm, I'm, I like their dynamic in uh, Civil War. That was hilarious.
0: can you move your seat? No.
1: Yeah, or the, uh, when Cap is kissing, um, Sharon and they're just like both. It's a little creepy now. I mean, it was creepy then. It was (laughs) creepy when it happened. I I wasn't wasn't on board with that when it happened. I I like Civil War, but that was the one moment where I was like, yeah, I, mean, I was just like, I was macking on your grandma too. Wait, uh-huh. what? <laughs> <laughs> um And then so other futures. Um Valkyrie
0: so, is uh, in charge of Asgard now, which she pretty much already was because Thor was a mess, I feel like. Right. Um and Thor is with the Guardians.
1: Right. So yeah. so we have two confirmed and already working on movies for the MCU. You have Spider-Man: Far From Home, and you have Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Spider-Man:
3: Panther po- Two is already confirmed too.
1: Well, they're not they're not working on it yet. Far From no, Home. on it. Yeah, far Far From Home. We're getting another trailer tomorrow, and, which is why the spoiler ban is being lifted. There's there there's apparently be...
0: the yeah Marvel's apparently supposed to release a bunch of information tomorrow with the new Far From Home trailer. Right. They want they end in game to settle, which yeah makes sense.
1: Yeah. And so then, uh, and Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which we know the script's already done. So with Far From Home, it no longer takes place a few minutes after this movie. Kevin Feige said, like, that's no longer the case. Now he could no. be lying, but I don't yeah, know. It's
2: still soon. I mean, it's, at, at most, it's just months after, isn't
1: it? Well, th- we don't know where in the timeline it is. Now, I don't remember if he said, but. I
0: believe Far From Home. It's a, well from what I've read, Far From Home is after it's after endgame and pretty much conveniently all of Peter's friends all got snapped.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it how it has to be.
0: But they said they said Aunt May didn't get snapped. She but, doesn't look any older. But she doesn't, whatever. But all of his friends
1: oh, they God, all got I snapped. Because they him. had to,
0: otherwise <laughs> otherwise Ned would be in college.
1: Right. Ned, MJ.
0: So I yeah, I mean that, that's convenient, oh, oh. but that's for them not to mess with their movie. Right. Which are just fine. I'm fine with that. But I, I'm curious with the five-year gap, it does provide some opportunities. Like, if they do an Ant-Man 3, his daughter, Cassie, could be a superhero because she is in the comics now that she's, you know...
1: Cassie Lang, yeah. Cassie
0: Lang's a teenager. I'm curious to see how it would affect, like, Black Panther and, like, Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was mm-hmm. gone for five years, him and Shuri were gone for five years, what other people have tried to take power or things of that nature. I mean, we know Koye was it seemed like she was pretty much running things. And, like, mm-hmm. the, the one scene... They probably had
1: the council. The one
0: scene it. she got, which... A little disappointed. Like, they had a koyo in the posters, but she gets, like, one cameo and she shows up at the end. It's like... Like, you could I don't know. I, but putting that aside, I'm curious to see how that would affect the dynamic of a Black Panther
3: 2,
1: you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the things with the future of the MCU and one of the things they've said about Far From Home... Is like one of the rumors that just came out over the weekend. Is just like, oh, it's going to introduce the multiverse. I'm like, didn't Doctor Strange do that? Didn't it literally do that? Yeah, yeah, it already did. I mean, the thing is about the the whole
2: future of the MCU. I mean, I'm it's fun speculating what's going to happen. I just what I think is really interesting is, I mean, not so much the multiverse because yeah, I'm pretty sure we're we've already be, uh, been accustomed to that through Doctor Strange and through Endgame. Um, but what I find interesting is. We're basically in an MCU now where, because, see, what I expected Endgame to do was basically undo the snap in a sense where they make it so that the snap never happened, Mm -hmm. so that the world basically, the universe basically wouldn't remember it, but they do. So I just think it's interesting that we're in a universe now where half of all life just skipped the last five years, and then the other half still has to deal with that trauma, even if they have everybody back. Mm -hmm. So character-wise, growth-wise, I think it's going to be very interesting. But, uh, I mean, as far as multiverse, like what you were saying, I mean, I guess we're going to dive more into that. Maybe maybe it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you think you know, but you have no idea sort of thing? I don't know. Um, right. But also, Far From Home seems like an odd movie to introduce. I mean, obviously, Spider-Verse. Obviously, Spider-Man is tied to multiverse, but it seems like this would be an odd movie to introduce that, and especially given that they're going to be taking a bit of a gap.
1: Right. Wow. I, I mean if you wanna give me a live action Miles Morales, I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly yeah, okay with it. that. Um, but I think one thing and I think I've talked about this a little bit, but with like let's talk Black Panther too. Most of Black Panther's villains were in the first Black Panther movie. Yeah. And Baku is an ally. They may have Killmonger a good guy. is dead but might come back. Which is which happens in the comics. And Claw's dead. And Claw's dead. But Killmonger comes back through magic. Which means you might have a Chebe be the villain which is another big black panther villain but i feel like in every movie that deals with magic dr strange should be there for at least five minutes
0: yeah i feel like he could train scarlet witch too if he wanted to
1: yeah which he does in the comics yeah but she's not a magic user
0: they don't really i they still don't know what her powers are nope pretty much I wonder if she could, like... I wonder if this version of Scarlet Witch... I wonder, because Vision's still dead. I wonder if she could, like, will Vision back to life. Because in the comics, she created, like, fake children.
1: Yeah, because she has reality warping power. She she created children. She did... Oh, House of Mim was such a great storyline. There's no more mutants. Memories.
0: But I don't... Yeah, I mean... with I guess you have to... I mean, I don't know. Yeah, for Black Panther 2, it would have to be a Chevy probably.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Unless you make, um... Nakia, uh, her villain.
0: A villain, yeah. Well,
1: she is a villain in the comics. I can't remember her actual villain also, name, but Also, yeah.
0: surprisingly missing from the final battle, which I kind of get why she wasn't, but it's was also like you have so many other side characters. You could have... You, you put know,
1: in Howard the Duck.
0: You couldn't, but I'm maybe Lupita was just busy.
1: Probably Because they
0: talked about I was watching an interview with Anthony Mackie And he was talking about how crazy it was to film the funeral Where they had like all those characters there Cause some people thought that like They filmed it in parts and not everyone was there But Anthony Mackie was like no Everybody was there on that day for that scene And he said he's like oh look at Michelle Pfeiffer Hi Michelle Pfeiffer Like I'm just like I don't know So yeah I, it was it was weird It was weird that Nikia was gone But mm-hmm. I guess they just couldn't get Lapita, probably
1: Oh yeah and how Maybe that's why Nakia is a villain in Black Panther, too. She's lived with the trauma of losing T'Challa after, you know, presumably being with him. And then five years is gone. And
0: Yeah, we don't know if she'll
2: snapped or not. We have no idea.
1: Right. And we never saw yeah, anything about it. Yeah, they
2: didn't know Black Panther was going to be so big. So, yeah, she was out of the whole Infinity story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're not really sure where she's at. But, um, but, but yeah, I'm not really sure. Sh- Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying, with Black Panther 2, that's probably, honestly, the sequel that I'm most interested in post-Endgame, just given the commentary that Coogler put in, well, puts in all of his films, but especially put in Black Panther, because he he ended that movie with them saying, oh, we're going to open our borders and all that. So I don't know. I mean, this doesn't really help in speculating who the villain's going to be, but it just seems like the next movie is going to deal with that idea. Uh, okay you, you take the borders down and you know now what so right. I think I, that's probably the movie that I'm most excited for is just to see is how he's going to continue that conversation
1: yeah and I think with how much of a staple time travel was in this movie I think it could be a indicator of who the next big bad would be which would be Kang
2: yeah see I've heard a lot about Kang honestly I, I don't even know if they're is slash should be a big bad. Um, At least not for a while. Just because, well, I mean, because you've already, we've already finished this saga, this Infinity Saga, and it it was capped off with the guy, you know, with Thanos wanting to snap away half of all life or all of life in the universe. I don't really know how you go bigger than that. So it's it's honestly kind of similar to my thoughts towards the DCU. It's like, I don't know how you're going to top that. So why don't you just, maybe we should just keep, just go back to, smaller stories maybe maybe tag teams like like we brought up earlier yeah like, yeah yeah, like tag team like films really honestly i don't really want to see Kang or Galactus for a while i want to just focus on smaller stories for a bit
1: i mean realistically i feel like they did water down the gauntlet to the fact that to the point where Galactus <laughs> could be a threat that you know you need everybody for but at the same time, Galactus has also been beaten by the Fantastic Four. All you need is the Ultimate Nullifier, no, and be like, "Hey, I'll use this. I'll wipe myself out and you." And then Galactus will be like, "Yeah, my bad, man. I'm out." Yeah, I'm go eat I, I,
0: I, I, I kind of agree with that line. I, I've definitely. I want to see more of the buddy films, and I mean, they're doing these original shows on Disney Plus, which I'm gonna have to pay for.
1: Oh, I'm paying for it. Like I, I made, know, it, I made a deal with. Robbie. They're doing
0: Vision, Scarlet Witch, and they're doing. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that should be cool. And Thor's going to be with the Guardians. You know, that that could be fun. Which, which
1: yeah. The so, search for Gamora. Yeah, with Guardians 3, so we have Gamora from 2014. And we have Thor with the current Guardians. How much did James Gunn know? I don't know. Because the script was yeah, I, done. I think
0: he knew. I think they knew. I think they said, I think the Rousseaus went and talked to all the other directors that might have sequels and said, this is what we're doing in our movie, just so you know. It might mess up some of your plans.
1: Yeah,
2: because well, the end game I, script didn't change at all,
0: right? They didn't change that. No, 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 no. They, they never changed the end game script. I just know the Russos. I think they talked to like, I think they talked to like James Gunn and Coogler and Taika, and we're just like, hey, if you guys are planning to do anything, like, here's what we're doing an
1: endgame so you got to work with well, it. Which, will Taika get yeah. anything? Will he get anything? I don't because know. Because it's, got, you know, if he still hey, with, hey, hey,
0: he did. He had an impeccable performance as Korg. He was credited in the credits.
1: <laughs> I'm giving Chris a dirty look right now. Did.
0: Oscar-worthy Oscar nomination right there. Uh, also, I mean, a fun fact, I got
2: an Oscar. I guess we can
0: all get Oscars. Through. Also, fun fact, when they're first in, when they when they first see Thor in the house, Cork uh, has a uh, he has a Hawaiian shirt on just yeah. like Taika does. So yeah. that was yeah. that was the reference to him.
1: Um and then lastly uh, oh well you know villain that you know they now have access to that I would love I would love to see uh, Doom War and I don't need like that can be your next team up movie inside someone's movie it'd be Black Panther have uh, Doctor Doom try to invade Wakanda and so you bring in you know like uh, Bucky and Falcon as Captain America you can bring in like Scarlet Witch and things like that that would be worthy of it. I mean, you could still technically call that Avengers Four, but oof, that's yeah. yeah, rough.
2: yeah I don't know what, I don't know why, but for some reason I wanted uh, <laughs> Doctor Doom to be the A Force villain. I don't know why. Um, it just—I don't know. When I saw the A Force teaming up, I'm just trying to think about what
1: villains I like, who I'd want to see them take down. The Skrulls, um, but they're good guys now.
0: Well, yeah, some of them are that. maybe. God, don't let's not talk about Captain Marvel. We already, we already, we went on, we went on on Captain Marvel in the last podcast. All right. Also, people should please leave Brie Larson alone. Like Jesus Christ, she's I look, a great actress. I looked up one, I looked up one like Marvel music video with like, like Captain America to Old Town Road on YouTube, which was really was good. But um, in all the related videos, all I see, all these, all these recommended videos are like Brie Larson sucks. <laughs> oh geez. This is why, this is why, it's like all the uh, the other Marvel cast members hate Brie Larson. Like all these conspiracy theories, and it's like, guys, the movie came out, it made a lot of money. Like, please just move on. And Jesus Christ! Even though I'm, I'm
2: not a fan of the movie, I'm happy it made money. You know, I'm happy people saw it, and I, I'm happy, I want, um, I, I want Marvel to keep making
1: movies centered around women. I just didn't like that particular film. I I was hoping it would fall like a few million short of Wonder Woman. Just give her a personality next time. Which would have been hilarious. I mean, Captain Marvel as a character doesn't have a personality. She's just angry all the time. Anyway. Give uh, her one.
3: (laughs) Moving on. Moving
1: on. on. But I know that um, crap, what I was going to say. So you have the future of the uh, the MCU in many ways is as big of a question mark as it is an exclamation point. Like It's just like there is a future. What is it? We don't know.
2: Honestly, I think this is, now that Endgame has passed, I think Marvel, the MCU, and the DCU, or Worlds of DC, whatever we're going to call it, I think this is when they're the closest, just because I feel like they both are now in a, in a position where they have to they're kind of back at the drawing board in a sense where MCU is kind of it's, it's kind of a soft restart because like this saga is over mm-hmm. so they have to figure out where to go from here as is DC so it's going to be it's gonna be interesting watching both of them over the next few years what they try
0: to do I agree because I mean I've already seen people who are like oh Marvel the MCU has peaked and I'm like probably yeah if there was a peak this will probably be it you know 11 years and and look Endgame also ends in a way where you know 11 years 22 movies if they just stop making movies after this which we know they're not you'd be like okay all right there were some cliffhangers like with Doctor Strange we don't know we don't know what you know
1: Disney's gonna milk the crap out of Marvel
0: yeah they are I mean Disney's gonna
1: Disney's gonna milk these movies
0: until people just stop going to see them and that's never going to happen and that may yeah that's definitely and they know sorry Alan what just what we're gonna say
2: Oh no, I was just saying, that's what's interesting, that's one interesting thing between, difference between Marvel Studios and, and with DC, because Marvel Studios is a studio, so they have to keep making movies, like they have to they have to keep making things to stay afloat, where DC is just Warner Brothers, so it's, it's interesting to see, because with Warner Brothers, like let's say they found something else that people latched onto, let's say people actually started to like the, um, um, fantastic beast movies and they just decided to focus on that they could choose to just focus on that and kind of leave dc aside for a bit marvel can't really do that um i mean they are under disney and disney's obviously got other stuff but the mouse likes
1: his cheese from everywhere
2: yeah yeah so so uh yeah it's again it's just to me another reason why it's going to be interesting to see what marvel does to follow this up if they can
1: yeah that's where we are
2: yeah so i don't know is there anything else
1: uh no uh we we we've touched on a lot we've been talking for a while about an hour and a half which is about pretty average for us
0: which i figure like, we're gonna use this whole thing for in-game oh yeah so um i guess closing thoughts you got ratings out of 10 anybody
1: uh i mean i've still only seen it once at this point i just haven't had the time to see it a second
0: i definitely brought my rating down after seeing it a second time it's definitely sitting at a nine right now
1: i mean it's, it's a spectacle movie i think one of the things that people sort of miss is like this is an event movie it's not it's not supposed to be one of those movies that you go back and watch all the time like at home like i do not think i will sit at home, and maybe watch. Unless I'm watching it with someone that hasn't watched the full three hours, I will probably watch the last hour or on of, repeat.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I've, I've been on YouTube a couple times already. Oh yeah, which I mean, I've paid for it twice, so I don't feel bad. I also, likes hearing the audience cheer at the right parts. So yeah, like, that's yeah. fun
3: too.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are definitely. I definitely think like when it comes to superhero movies, one of my favorite. I I think Into the Spider Verse from last year. It's still... It might be my favorite Marvel movie.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. If we're going over, every. there... Like, I'm over, talking about
0: Marvel movies, period. I think ends, Into the Spider-Verse, into the Spider-verse yeah. might be... I think it's higher for me than Panther, to be honest. Oh, yeah. It is for me. Because there are parts of Panther where I'm like, oh, okay, all right. I've seen it. I know what happens. But Spider-Verse, I can watch from beginning to end and enjoy it every time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't rely on... Twists as much either, so like repeated viewings are still a lot of fun,
1: and it was still emotionally impactful. And
0: but with 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 Endgame, I do agree that like I'm not gonna rewatch a three-hour movie. I definitely it's definitely not something I'm gonna rewatch every year. i re rewatch parts of it, you know, maybe every once. Maybe I'd be curious to watch it back to back with Infinity War, but it's still like that's like six hours. That's like mm. what I'm doing for the day if I did something like that
1: it's like when my brother and I do trilogy time and we watch the one trilogy of Star Wars
0: but um, I, I definitely say as, as far as what I expect the movie to do and what I need it to do the movie is a nine out of ten and for me personally there I can understand there's stuff in it there can be gripes I think and I think that just varies you know depending on your perspective and what you want to see out of certain movies like there are certain people who don't care about the original Six Avengers that much. And they care about the newer characters. So I don't think game is going to do as much for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're like, I'm here for Black Panther and Tessa Thompson, and it's like, well, are they in it? I mean, yeah.
1: You, a got, little. you got a bit of waiting to do for. You got one a of bit of characters. waiting to do.
0: Yeah, and especially.
2: Between this and Infinity Wars, I feel like this movie feels, unfortunately, maybe a little bit awkward, only because. Just because of the circumstances that it's in, because you have to undo the snap. So it, it feels kind of smaller and contained, and then all of a sudden, the very end, everybody else comes in. So yeah, I I'd agree with that. That it, it's
1: if you're here for Black Panther, like you're not gonna get
2: a whole lot out of it, just because he can't be in the movie much because he's dead for most of the time. So yeah. you know, it's like, what are you gonna do?
1: But they gave him me I- Bombay, which I feel like this time around the Russo brothers, because it was you know three months after it, you know Infinity War was filming, they saw how well Black Panther did. They're like. You know the thing that you did that shocked the heck out of us when we were filming Infinity War. Do that again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was uh, that was cool. But I mean, all in all, the movie gave me what I wanted, and hopefully, going forward, they do some smaller stuff, some buddy stuff. Now, who wants to bet at the end? So we know Nick Fury is going to be in um, Far From Home. We see him in the trailer already. Do you think at the end? Do you think at the end they'll do a tease for like the Young Avengers or something? Like after the
1: movie. I mean, how many, um, how many young Avengers do you really have?
0: They could bring people in, you I mean, know? Because this is the point now where they got to bring in some new characters, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Well, they have, let's see, who do they have already? Because, I mean, we've got Hawkeye's kids. We've got the little girl from, well, well, she's not really a young Avenger now. Because if, I was going to say the little girl from Captain Marvel, but
0: she's, how old would she be now? She'd, she'd be she'd in like her 30s, probably. Now.
1: Yeah. I feel Monica
0: Rambeau. Monica Rambeau could be in it.
1: I mean, it's interesting because like they called Scarlet Witch, like Captain America and Tony called Scarlet Witch a kid, but she's she's a grown woman.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm have, just
1: like, you could have made her young. They
0: could do. Um,
1: Elizabeth Olsen only looks so young. Like she does not look like she's a teenager. So this was, isn't the '90s. She looks better than
0: the sisters, though. Oh, oh
1: god, <laughs> we're not talking about them. All right, I that
0: <laughs> Um, what about? I'm trying to think. I think they have to do Kamala Khan at a certain point Yeah. Now that that you've introduced Captain Marvel And Marvel If they want to be progressive And they're they're feeling that pressure I think Kamala Khan is a layup at this point
1: Yeah but that means you have to bring Captain Marvel back home
0: Yeah she's got to be in the present Right But she can be in a Kamala Khan movie Yeah. She could be in a Kamala Kamala Khan movie Like Iron Man was in Spider-Man Homecoming
1: Yeah but I feel like You have to start off with Kamala Khan being in a Captain Marvel movie, or you
0: could, Marvel yeah, movie. because
1: yeah. people don't really know who Kamala Khan is that really like outside of the comics, and even like people like, like she's in the Marvel game that I play, no one likes her because they rate her as one of like the worst characters because she is pretty useless in that game,
0: yeah, she is in that game, yeah. But I'm curious, I'm curious to see if they do the Young Avengers or the Champions, yeah, they haven't done Nova.
1: Yeah, they could bring in no. That'd be one person I hope they bring. In. Also,
0: they're doing um, they're doing a Ghost Rider show oh, on yeah. Hulu uh, though, which is sorry.
1: weird. Well, Disney owns sixty percent of Hulu.
0: That's true. They do. Yeah, they're doing a Ghost Rider show with um. He was on Agents of Shield. Woo. So that's um. So yeah, he's going to be on it. So I he was actually no pretty of, good.
1: Was, I feel no type of way about it. Like I, I. He was
0: pretty good in that though. But I know you know I know you, you're
2: vehemently anti Shield.
1: I'm not vehemently anti Shield as I used to be, and now I'm just like I don't care.
2: Yeah. I haven't watched I haven't watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. since
0: The thing about Well I would say I have I have kept up with it The thing about that show is that unlike a lot of shows that started out great and got progressively worse like Arrow Flash etc S.H.I.E.L.D. started off okay and people I mean S.H.I.E.L.D. started off meh and people left and that show got better as it went on and that's why it has like a small but passionate fan fan base so I don't you know we'll, we'll see We'll see what happens. So I mean, I guess I say yeah. I said um nine out of ten. Those are my closing
1: thoughts. They could have brought Coulson in for Endgame, but anyway, uh no, I think yeah. So I mean, I still I when I first saw it, I gave it six Infinity Stones out of six Infinity Stones. Um, I obviously need to go see it again, uh, but I still think it'll probably still hold as like the best. <laughs> Marvel movie, and I think that's just as a comic book movie in general. I think as the best sort of like action movie, you still have Captain. I
2: Iron was very Wonder emotionally
0: Hunter. satisfied.
2: Yeah, also, yeah, I got everything I wanted. I, I would give it probably like a nine. I don't know if you get, I don't know if you guys do, uh if y'all do decimals, but I would do like a nine point five. You can. Um, yeah, I, I would give it probably a probably a nine five. That's after seeing it a few times. I I have it as fourth best. I have it ranked right under Infinity War, but that's still a really high bar. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like it better
1: than Infinity War. I feel better about coming out of Endgame than I did out of Infinity War.
0: Well, Infinity War, the way Infinity War ends is kind of a bummer.
1: Endgame, endgame, you leave on like a satisfied note. I mean, I came out with, you know, smiles on Infinity War. I was just like, ah, they're all
0: yeah, I mean...
1: I'm the real Like, like the I, I think, well,
0: for, my, for me with Endgame, I get Endgame was more, like, emotionally satisfying where I felt like, okay, this feels right. Mm-hmm. You know? With Infinity War, you're kind of like, all right, that was a lot. What are we eating? <laughs> yeah. That's how, I came, that's how I came out of Infinity War. But that's, you know, it's personal preference, you know. Alan, you got any... I mean, you already said, but you got any closing thoughts before we wrap it up? Uh, Yeah, no, I mean, I pretty much do... Drew- Threw my th-
2: closing thoughts in. It was it's basically I, yeah, I gave it a 9.5. I think it was. Um, it's not my favorite MCU film in general, um, but it definitely it did everything right. I mean, it was the perfect send off. It was the perfect conclusion to the to the uh, to the saga, as it were. So yeah, I mean, it's at the top of my list. It's it's not the like very very top, but it did everything as well as as it needed to be. I, I think it's still. To me, my top four are Black Panther, Winter Soldier, Infinity War, and then right under that I have Endgame. And then there's like a bit of a drop, and then my number five is like Guardians of the Galaxy. But um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely in the top tier for me. It's just, even if it's not my number one, I think it did everything perfectly pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and the only other thing I will say is that there's a there's a music video where they get of of Captain America to uh, Old Town Road, and I've watched it like a good 15 times.
1: I feel like every remix of Old Town Road that I've seen has been great.
0: Yeah, so it, it, what, they didn't remix the song. They just had the song with clips of Captain America, like, fighting throughout the movies. Oh,
1: okay, yeah, then I definitely saw that one.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, um, if that is everything, um, thank you for listening to this edition. This addiction. <laughs> this edition. This long edition. This, yeah, this long edition of the 2 Black and Nerdy podcast. Um, this is Chris.
1: This is Chris.
0: And, uh, this is Alan. Thank you
1: for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you
0: for being here, Alan. We really appreciate it. And yeah, we will catch you guys next time. Live long and prosper.
1: May the force be with you.
2: All right, signing off.